You're listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. This is the Fired Up Browns podcast with your host, Daniel Garrett. This week, we will be going over the entire Browns schedule for 2021. 17 games, up from 16. We will also be doing a little bit of a shorter podcast, trying it out, about 20 minutes. Please, any thoughts, suggestions on time, anything like that, show ideas. You can find us at Fired Up Podcast and at Daniel R. Garrett on Twitter. Let's get into it. Week one, the Browns start at the Chiefs. It's a four o'clock game. Going to be one of, I believe, four games at four o'clock. Going to be a national TV game, as it should be, given this is a divisional round rematch. Possibility of even a AFC championship game match this season. The Chiefs come in with a completely revamped offensive line. Offensive line in the playoffs was their weakness. That's where we got a lot of pressure from in the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers were able to pressure, something the Browns should be able to do this year as well. That Chiefs offensive line, very talented players on it. But you are looking at a lot of new players. Guys that have not played together, going to take some time to mesh. But I do have the Chiefs winning this one. I think it's going to be very close. Could be very much up in the air. But the Browns secondary also has a lot of new faces in it. That defense is very much revamped. But a lot of new faces might take some time. Only three preseason games this year. So we will have less time to get into the season. That's the trade-off with the extra game this year. But very close game. Should be a... Great game, possibility of game of the year, but Chiefs over Browns. Week two, the Browns hosting the Texans. The Texans come in after having the third worst record in the NFL last year. Didn't have their first round pick as part of the Laramie Tunsil trade. Did not have their second round pick. Their first re- their first pick was in the third round. Picked Davis Mills, quarterback out of Stanford, very inexperienced, will not be ready to start right away. Probably never even a starting caliber player as it is. Going to be behind Tyrod Taylor, familiar face for the Browns. Been a guy that's been that bridge quarterback, going to be that again this year. The Texans have a very revamped roster, a lot of turnover, but not necessarily good players. Lost a lot of talent and not having Deshaun Watson this year for obvious reasons. Even with Deshaun Watson, they were a very bad team. I would expect them to be in contention for the first overall pick. The Browns should win this one easily, getting them to 1-1. Week 3, the Browns host the Bears. Bears drafted rookie quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Going to have a lot of Ohio State fans pumped to be at this game. 
Not sure yet as to whether or not Fields will be starting for this one. As Andy Dalton is currently slated to start week one for the Bears. He is not the incumbent, however, so there is a possibility more so than quarterbacks like Trey Lance and Mac Jones that he does take over for them very early. So we could see Fields, but no matter what, the Bears will either be playing Andy Dalton or Fields in one of his first games of his young NFL career. I would not expect a whole lot out of him, especially with how good the Secondary will be, as well as the pass rush with Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, Jadavian Clowney, and so on. So I would expect the Browns to pick up this win very easily as well, getting them to 2-1. and one. Week 4, the Browns travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. The Vikings had a bit of a down year last year, a lot of injuries with Daniel Hunter but can expect a good bounce back year for them being that playoff race for the seventh seed out in the NFC. The Browns are going to struggle against the ferocious Vikings rushing attack led by Dalvin Cook and a much improved offensive line. You also have to account that the Browns' only real upgrade along the defensive fronts was Jadavian Clowney and then Anthony Walker at linebacker. You're not going to get much out of Jeremiah Usukoromoa in the run game. He's more there for the passing game. So I would still expect the Vikings to be able to run very well against the Browns. Billings will also be back and will help, as well as Togiai, their draft pick. But I would expect the Vikings to be able to run the ball very efficiently, as well as have their prolific passing attack with star wide receivers Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. The Browns should be able to score with the Vikings, but I have the Browns losing this one in an upset. Week 5, the Browns travel out to Los Angeles to face the Chargers. The Chargers had a great performance out rookie quarterback Justin Herbert, but have the Browns winning this one. Browns much, much improved defensively. Again, as I said, as are the Chargers, perhaps two of the most improved teams in the entire NFL switch out Anthony Lynn for Brandon Staley at head coach very good defensive coordinator with the Rams last year also have a completely revamped offensive line their only returning starter Brian Bulaga who was hurt last year didn't play so expect a greatly improved line but the Browns pull this one out in a battle of two Playoff caliber teams out in the AFC. Week 6, the Browns host the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, very, very solid team. Going to be last in their division, though, in a very stacked NFC West. Going to be picking right there in the middle of draft again, around 16 range, right outside the playoffs. Browns match up well against the Cardinals. Cardinals have a very, very strong... Strong passing attack is the strength of their team, but Browns have a great secondary as well as a off as well as a defensive line that should be able to get pressure against Kyler Murray as well as contain him and keep him inside the pocket, which David Clowney and Miles Garrett. Cardinals downgraded at running back, going from Kenyon Drake to James Conner, but did upgrade at center with former Raider Rodney Hudson. Would expect that to even out. On the air side of the ball, 
The Browns offensive line should be able to handle the Cardinals pass rush and they should be able to take advantage of a very, very weak corner room. Cardinals corners are not going to be good, can be in contention for the worst corner room in the league. Week 7, the Browns host the Broncos. Primetime Thursday night game. Browns face a Broncos team that very well could be in the middle of a quarterback controversy should Drew Locke struggle early on, which is something I personally expect. But not like Teddy Bridgewater is much of an upgrade anyway, so no matter who is at quarterback, the Browns should have an advantage there. Because both are not good, not nearly as good as Baker, would actually even 2019 Baker, the worst Baker we have seen, would probably be better than Drew Locke. At least what your luck has shown yet. Broncos do have a ferocious defense. Built much in the same way as the Browns. We get linebacker. Very strong on the edges. As well as a great secondary. But given the quarterback advantage. I expect the Browns to pull this one out. In week 8. The Browns host the Steelers. Coming off of their bye. But I would expect major regression this year. From the Steelers. So it shouldn't be much of a worry. Big Ben at this point is very much washed. Offensive line significantly worse. They were old last year, lost a lot of those players, and now have to play with a very, very weak center. No matter who it is, it's going to be very weak at center. Their tackle shouldn't be very good. They still have solid guards, but they are both getting older, both regressing a bit. They do upgrade with Najee Harris at running back, as well as Pat Fryermuth at tight end but that line will limit Najee Harris and tight ends typically do not produce as rookies the Browns should be able to sweep the Steelers this year week nine the Browns travel just a little bit south to face the Cincinnati Bengals the Bengals improved their line but is still a below average line so we should be able to get pressure on Joe Burrow. Their defense is worse. They lost William Jackson as well as replacing Carl Lawson with Trey Hendrickson, which is a bit of a downgrade. Their best position is probably safety defensively with Jesse Bates back there. And their receivers are young and talented, but I expect the Browns secondary to be able to handle them, as well as that Browns pass rush getting a lot of sacks and pressures against Joe Burrow. Week 10, the Browns travel to New England to face the Patriots. Patriots will be much improved from last year, a team that still finished with a very solid record at 7-9 despite poor quarterback play from Cam Newton, especially after he got COVID-19. Uh, they will return a lot of players on that defensive side that opted out last year. They upgraded massively at tight end with Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, added a few receivers as well, should have very much improved weapons. They may at this point be going to Mac Jones, though, and no matter who the quarterback is, I don't see either one of them being better than Baker. So, expect the Browns to pull this one out as well, despite their improvements this year. Week 11, Browns host the Detroit Lions. Lions are a team that will be in contention for that number one overall pick. They do have Jared Goff, 
who is a all right quarterback, but he just is very reliant on what is around him, and there is nothing around him. Their best receiver will be fourth round draft selection, Amon Ross St. Brown, who is a very solid player. Dropped a little bit in the draft, good selection, but he is their best receiver at this point, which is not something you want. They do have a very good offensive line, as well as some younger players on defense who may be able to kick it up, be an upgrade for them, see what they can get out of Jeff Akuta this year, but I expect the Browns to handle this one rather easily. Week 12, the Browns travel out to Baltimore and take on the Ravens. Followed by a week 13 bye before the Ravens swing back around to Cleveland to play the Browns again. The Browns, I expect to split with the Ravens this year. I believe each team will take the home game. The Browns have the advantage of the bye week to prepare and fix what mistakes they had in the first game. The Browns match up decently well against the Ravens. They both match up well against each other offensively. The Ravens have a ferocious running attack, which will be what the Browns struggle to stop this year. I also do not see the Ravens stopping the Browns' running attack. The Ravens lost quite a bit at pass rusher this year. I do not expect rookies to be able to contribute nearly as well as players like Matt Judon and Yannick Ngakwe were last year. So I do expect a downgrade there. They still have a very good secondary, even though some of the players are getting a bit older, but the Browns have a much improved secondary of their own. The Ravens did add some good receivers, but I expect the Browns' corners to be able to handle that decently well. I think this will be a very, very even fight. Both teams will be fighting for that second or third overall seed in the AFC. I would expect the Chiefs to take the first overall seed again. But they'll be fighting over that, and then the loser can expect a wild card berth, probably the five seed, and either one I would expect to take a win over a team like the Tennessee Titans, who are currently probably the favorites to get that fourth seed in the AFC. This will be a very, very important game, a very important series, in fact, and If a team can take both games, it puts them in the driver's seat to win the division. Week 15, the Browns host the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders had a solid season last year, ended up just right outside the playoffs. But I do expect them to get a little bit lower, maybe even sneak into the top 10 of this year's draft. They did not improve much. Their draft was very unimpressive. Their only major free agent signing was Yannick Ngakwe, who will help. But to offset that cost, they did get rid of a majority of their offensive line. Replaced Trent Brown with Alex Leatherwood, which should be a year one downgrade. Even if Alex Leatherwood does work out, Trent Brown is a solid right tackle. Alex Leatherwood most likely will not be that as a rookie. Could surprise and be that. But they also lost right guard and center. So would expect a downgrade there. Added Kenyon Drake. But all that does is give a better spell to running back Josh Jacobs. Who was their best offensive player after Darren Waller. So expect regression from the Raiders this year and expect the Browns to take this one as they fight for seeding 
in the AFC playoff picture. Week 16, the Browns travel to Green Bay to take on the Packers. For this scenario, I am assuming that Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer because I expect the Packers with Rodgers to be able to beat the Browns. I expect the Packers to be in contention for the number one seed in the NFC. expect them to be a Super Bowl contender. The Browns should be as well, but I expect the Packers to be just a little bit better, plus the home field advantage gives them this win. But if it's Jordan Love, I would expect the Browns to be able to beat this Packers team. Packers do struggle to stop the run. Very weak linebacker core. But I think the Packers can just outscore them if they have Aaron Rodgers. Without him, again, very easy game for the Browns. But even with an upgrade secondary and an upgraded pass rush, the Packers can still eke out a win at home against the Browns. Week 17, Browns traveled to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers at this point should be out of the playoff picture. Expect them to be a sub-500 team this year. Not necessarily a top 10 draft selection, but some are just right outside the playoffs there around seven or eight wins, seven, 10, eight, and nine to adjust to the new 17 game schedule there for you. The Steelers have that same ferocious defense they had before, minus Bud Dupree, who was a solid pass rusher, but not necessarily a stud pass rusher. So you get Alex Highsmith opposite of J.J. Watt. You still have a very, very good interior defensive line. You still have Devin Bush as a good linebacker next to Vince Williams. You have that great secondary, even though... You do lose some players there. You do get older, but you still have a very, very good secondary, at least for this season. But expect the Browns to take the sweep here for the first time in a long time against the Steelers. Week 18, the Browns host the Bengals. This is a tough one to predict because it very much should depend on what the playoff situation is like if the Browns lock in one of those top seeds and don't have the risk of with a loss going back to the wild card if they can lock in that home playoff game they may rest players against the Bengals here but given how competitive and the rest of the AFC is as well as how good the Baltimore Ravens are I don't expect that to be the case I expect them fighting for playoff seeding up until the very end so I have them taking down the Bengals again giving them the sweep making them five and one against division opponents I cannot remember the last time that happened this Browns team going five and one in their division To recap the Browns' regular season predictions, I have them finishing at 13-4, but that is still second in the AFC North for me. I have the Ravens grabbing the tiebreaker there, also at 13-4, both teams at 5-1 in the division. I have the Browns at 10-2 in the AFC, 9-0 at home, 4-4 on the road. 2-3 against teams with winning records, 11-1 against teams with losing records. The Browns have a lot of teams that should be 
very, very much on the losing record side. They have two in their own division where they get four games there. They also pick up games against teams like the Lions, the Raiders, and the Texans. That should give them very, very good matchups. They are facing a third-place schedule. With this finish, they'll next year would be facing a second-place schedule, a little bit tougher. But have the Browns facing off against the Titans in the wild-card round, a game again. I said earlier I would expect the Browns to win, so we can hopefully expect another divisional round berth for the Browns where they will once again face the Chiefs. That'll be it for this week's episode of the Fired Up Browns podcast with your host, Daniel Garrett. Again, any comments or suggestions, you can find us at Fired Up Podcast and at Daniel R. Garrett on Twitter. Thank you. See you next week.